everyone, and welcome to this conversation presented by White House Custom Color. I'm Jed Toffer. Thanks for listening. You know, my wife Vicki and I have owned and operated our photography studio, V Gallery, for 20 years now. White House has been our lab for the last 16 of those years, and we could not be happier. White House is a family-run business, just like ours. If you haven't already, check them out at whcc.com. And if you want to drop me a line, feel free to email me at jed at whcc.com. Well, 2020 is upon us. And as usual, many of us take on the proverbial self-reflections that come with a new year. I generally focus on health resolutions, physical, mental, spiritual, etc. I don't always succeed, but I'm not giving up either. It's a new year and a new decade. Let's jump right in by setting goals and making a plan to accomplish them. Take your health to the next level. Take your business to the next level. Take your life to the next level. You can do it. This episode of this conversation features an interview with Zach Daniels. Zach is a pastor, a content creator, and a disruptor of systems. He has a passion for gear and for people. He drops a lot of insightful little nuggets. He gives some great advice, and he cracks me up the entire time. Have fun with this one and use it to fire you up for the decade that stands before us. Let's make it a great one, friends. Tell me tell me who you are, where you're from, what you do, and a little bit about yourself. So my name is Zach Daniels. Uh, I am from a little town in eastern Kentucky called Ashland. If you look on a map, it's where Huntington, West Virginia, Ironton, Ohio, and Ashland, Kentucky, all three come together. So we're Ohio, West Virginia, and Kentucky. Those three states converge along the Ohio River. Uh, that is where I'm from. Small little town, um, Bible Belt town. Uh, grew up in the church world. Um, I myself am a pastor now of a, a independent church um, that uh, my family actually started about two and a half years ago. And so um, that's what I do full time. But I've I've been a creative. Uh, doing photography, video uh, for a long time. Um, my dad is a Canon rep and uh, actually deals with like the, the printers uh, and the, the bigger end Canon mm-hmm. machinery that you find in, in, in office spaces. And, and, and I remember him uh, when the first Rebel, Digital Rebel came out, you know, like, I don't know, it was in like middle school or high school. Like right. He brought one home and was like, here you go, son. Learn how to be a photographer. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And so I had the original the original digital rebel. <laughs> and like in high school, just started to learn how to take pictures and, and enjoy that. Um, now, I never pursued it. I still don't right now. I still don't really pursue that. Uh, later in life, though, through college and, this, and uh, my first job working for a church, out of necessity, we needed some videos produced. And... Um, I had a little DSLR Canon and upgraded Rebel at the time and, and learned how to shoot video. And that kind of opened the door for me to, to eventually become a creative arts pastor at a church. So I built an entire media team. Um, I'm a gear junkie, so yeah. I'm the guy that I'm always watching the YouTube videos yeah. and, and knowing all the little details about yeah. it. Or I see somebody with a camera in their hands and I always want to strike up a conversation about what they're using because I've probably watched 17 videos about it or read some articles about it. And so... Uh, you know, I love that stuff. Um, I currently uh, do some video content um, as a kind of a side gig. Yeah. Um, over the last about nine months, it's it's gone from uh, being just kind of a part-time hobby to actually a very lucrative side income. Uh, 
but more importantly, it's given me that creative space outside of pastoring a church, outside of ministry that now I obviously get to be creative in that space, but it gives me the opportunity to get out and, um, and really just do something that has nothing to do with the church. Everything, you know, is not totally focused on that. I'm, I'm you know, if I'm filming a, a couple that's, you know, getting married or, or getting engaged, even just a quick engagement film or, or something like that, it's just, Hey, I get to go out and just have fun, be creative and explore. You're diversifying. But yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it started, it started, I got, I kind of fell back into this. I had been out of doing any kind of video, uh, photography or any of that kind of, of creative, um, visual content for, for a long time. And, uh, and I had done some stuff for the church, getting back into the church world. And, uh, I had a guy sitting in, um, in a service, one of our first services we had sitting there and he saw a video opener piece and he asked about it. He's like, Hey, where'd that come from? I was like, well, I shot it and put that together. You did, yeah. yeah. And he said, he said, I'm running for, I'm running for this ele- elected position in our town. Yeah. Uh, he said the elections in like right a year away. It was like the November of the previous year right. before he was running. And he said, I'm running for this position. It's a big deal. And I want to do some epic content. And I looked at him and I said, well, um, you want some video stuff like political campaign? And I said, yeah. I said, do you want to make cute videos? Or you want to win an election? And he said, <laughs> he said, do I want to win an election? I said, well, here's what it's going to cost you. Uh-huh. And, um, because when I researched and learned that political candidates, uh, they have to use the, that money that's a part of their campaign right. or they give it away. Right. So if you're listening to this right now, you start hitting up all those little political candidates because they've got stockpiles of money. they yeah. got to spend it or they have to donate it. Right. And right. so let them spend it on you right. and you charge them a premium. Right. And, and that's what I did in this case. Uh, me, and, me and this guy became friends. Um, but even through that, he still paid me yeah. every time. He wouldn't let it go, go you know, unnoticed. And so uh, we produced some content through the next year. Um, several other local political candidates, some state representatives and, and some of those folks uh, saw the content, saw the 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 feedback we were getting on Facebook as we were getting you know ten fifteen thousand likes on videos in a small little town for a small uh, a small town race you know mm-hmm. um, leading the local government type of thing and, uh, and 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 it just ended up it ended up really blowing blowing up and and turning into one candidate into like five political candidates uh, and at the end of the day three of those five got elected oh. the, the two that didn't uh, they did they did too little too late. Yeah. Um, and they didn't, but three of those got elected and that, and that kind of got my name out front there in our, in our town mm-hmm. with doing some video content. And, and then the, uh, the first guy I got elected, he came to me and said, Hey, I, we got this idea to, to, uh, to do some content that features our community and, and what they're doing here is super interesting. So small town, small time business. Um, you know, we've got, I guess you got a lot of photographers listening to this. I think so. All right. So, so imagine you're a, local photographer in, in your t- in your town and you've got a little little shop little studio then uh what what has happened is we've created this space in our county through our county leadership from the top down uh the county commissioners the judge executive who um the guy i worked with who got elected uh he's basically the mayor of the county they 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 pulled me aside and said we want to pay you um to to go in to these small little local businesses you know still like one a week go in here 
and and do like a vlog style mm-hmm. talking head with mm-hmm. epic b-roll mm-hmm. um and and put these pieces out and and it's not going to cost the business anything we're going to pick up the tap for that oh. and then we're going to blast it on all of our sites and so it's going to be free promotion well um so we we had this this concept to try this and 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 one of the commissioners came to me and said hey there's a little pizza place that's in this old like rundown mall space that we have it's just a giant eyesore in our community and um We've got this mall, and there's a little pizza place right in the front door in, in the little food court, the only thing there. And this little pizza spot, they deliver, and they have great food, and most people don't even realize they're there. Right. And they're thinking they're going to have to close their doors the next few months if, if something doesn't break. And so this commissioner came to me and said, won't you, won't you do theirs first? Won't you go shoot a video about them? And I went to this old dilapidated mall, and I had some fun, and we did vlog style. I talked on camera, showed some epic B-roll of their kitchen, put it out there. And you know what ended up happening? That, that video ended up getting 10,000 views, hmm. and the comments alone were, I didn't know this place existed. Oh, yeah. that's right across the street from my house. Oh, that's there? Oh, uh, they do they do delivery? And and I went back to that business three months later, and, and the little lady who owned it with tears in her eyes looked at me and said, you all saved this business. Yeah. She said, it turned it upside down. She said, we've had to hire more, more uh, people for the kitchen more delivery drivers we're looking at expanding she says it she said it, it turned it upside down and so we saw this and we saw a need um a need that was there that nobody even knew existed right and and so we basically brought really high-end content um really well-produced content um that would not be accessible i'm really expensive my day rate is a lot but through this, I'm able to go in, work with a small business, spend two hours with them, and do a business profile and feature feature this company. And uh, and the local government is picking up the tab. So if you're listening to this, use the local government. It sounds money to me them. like, though, you're right in the midst. And yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But you're kind of in the middle of this hobby turning into something that can legitimately bring in revenue for yeah. you, right? I, I mean, this is the first year we're doing it. And I mean, Jed, the interesting thing about this is, is, um, this extra revenue that's coming in yeah. has already surpassed my salary for the <laughs> well, year. You're a pastor. Pastors don't make billions of dollars. No, no. I am not a preachers right. and sneakers kind of guy. <laughs> These shoes, they look good. They crispy, right? $40 at the Marshalls. All right. You get the Marshalls. I'm wearing some Adidas for you listeners out there. They were $40 at the Marshalls. And that's usually the top end of what I spend on my sneakers. <laughs> but it's, it's, so yeah. you're... Because of that, I yeah. would imagine that now it's it's you're seeing that it's worth your time like, yeah. to spend more time doing this. How do you how do you handle the balance between the two? Because, you know, for the longest time you're a pastor essentially mm-hmm. that was that was a gearhead that was into all this yeah. stuff. You had access to a digital camera early on. All of that makes sense, but now that's turning into something more. Yeah. It's turning into something substantial. Yeah. It's turning into something that's worth your time. Yeah. How do you handle the not? Well, we're outside right now. That's that's the that's the popo. It is beautiful. It is beautiful. Right yeah, here. I should say that we are at uh, we are at Yosemite uh, in California at Apex 2019. That's right. Um, and we we decided to do this outside because to do it inside here would probably be sacrilege. You would know more about that than me, of course. Mm-hmm. But I would consider it sacrilege. Um, there might be a scripture you could point to for me at some point to to prove that. Deuteronomy twenty three one. There it is. Look it up. Um, but we, it's, it's just a, just let me back it up. I don't if, know what that is. We'd have to look up Deuteronomy twenty three one and see what that can is. We, can we say it on the podcast? It's scripture. <laughs> it says, "Let he who this is the paraphrase version. Let he who has been crushed in the stones not enter the assembly." <laughs>
That's so good. Listen. This is the old just law. Just remember that. Listen, yeah, the, the old, old law, law. Deuteronomy stuff. It's like, oh what? Oh, my gosh. What? I'm, you're making me cry right now. But that's the one verse, Deuteronomy 23, 1. Like, I thought and, you were just and, throwing and, out numbers, but no, you're a pastor. Like, I should have known better. You know, like, you know, like when I worked for a big church, and like we would all like sign a card for like, somebody to get well, yeah. you know, like believing in something great for you or whatever, and everybody put like, Psalms 17, 4. <laughs> I'd always do Deuteronomy 23, 1, because they're not going to look it up. <laughs> No, they just. Oh, he wrote it. So good. So good. Probably just a great verse. It's it's so good. Like (laughs) Deuteronomy twenty three one. You know, just uh, just throw that out there. Okay, I gotta collect myself here. What? So this is this part is really interesting to me in that you're in the. I feel like you're in this transitional period, but there is there must be something at least in the back of your mind that says I can't become too thinly stretched so to speak yeah. right because yeah. you have a you have an important job at the very yes. least it might not be a very high paying job but that that has nothing to do with its importance that that you know you're a leader in a pastor of this yeah. church and now you have this gig over here that's kind of turning into something yeah bigger right very much so how do you handle the the balance between the two you know it i have this conversation with my wife um you know, I, I've been I've been booking weddings. You know, through some of this. You know, if you're looking to make money on photography and video, as long as you can shoot in something outside of auto mode, please feel free to go book a wedding. Um, mm-hmm. I, I saw I saw a, a a person in our town who is promoting video right now, and I saw a screen grab of the back of their camera, mm. and and it was just like that that green canon a mm. plus on there and i'm like it made me die a little bit on, on the inside bit? yeah just yeah. cringing mm-hmm. at what they were doing um so i'm shooting weddings i'm doing some of that um but that's probably the part that is that is that i'm gonna have to dial back the most and i'm not doing a ton i mean i'm, I'm doing like well, six weekends are kind of a big deal for you weekends are a big deal and so the saturday uh you know eating at my saturdays is, is kind of the it's kind of the problem, and and uh, and I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose my Saturdays. And my wife has expressed concern for me eating up my Saturdays because Sunday is, is a big day. That's church day, yeah. and so if I'm working on other things during the week, and then Saturday is the only day, right? I really have to do nothing, and I'm going to put a 12 hour day right. in shooting somebody's wedding, right? That could be a little bit of a problem, and so um, you know, you got kiddos. I got a kiddo. I got a uh, new little boy. He's new little about eight, eight months old. Baby, right? Yeah, he's a little dude. And so that time's important. Yeah. You can't get it back. Right. Um, I've got a photographer friend of mine who um, she's got a studio and, and she does wonderful, wonderful work. Um, I keep on her case to use lights more, you know, and <laughs> and uh, get outside. I was like, use some lights outside. It's okay. It's safe. Um, and she does a great job. But I had a conversation with her recently, and she said, she says, I'm. Char-, she goes, I'm charging just crazy prices to for quoting for for wedding clients for photography she said because yeah. i don't want to give up my saturdays and i got i got she's got a so three she year old. does it she's making it very worth she's it. she's making it very worth financially. it financially it's like well, we're gonna take the family to disney world off this one right this one wedding and right. you're gonna pay for it right i'll right. do it but but she has put a higher value on her saturday right and and that's kind of what i'm looking at right now is, is the balance let, let me let me let me give you a peek behind the curtain of the church world, all right? And there might be some people that disagree with this. But I was a worship pastor for a long time. And if and if you're listening to this and you are a worship pastor, you have a worship pastor at your church, and you're paying him full time to plan your weekend set, it does not take 40 hours for the Holy Spirit to download the four songs I'm going to lead this week. 
It does not take 40 hours for him to prepare my heart. Because <laughs> you can walk in on Monday. I can walk in on Monday morning, 9 a.m., and be like, all right, Lord, what are we singing this week? And by 1130, I'm ready to go to Chipotle, and my set's done for the weekend, well, right? If you, have, if you have like a 14-minute slot to fill, can't you just play Oceans once? There's just one time. One time. Well, sing it again. <laughs> Just extend the end. You know, isn't that what they do? They just extend Sing the whole it. thing. <laughs> You're a boy in the back. Yelling at you. Just extend it. Just feel it. I'm sorry. I, don't, I, I respect all of that, so I feel terrible laughing. No, but, but it's true. Like, but you're the yeah. I mean, you're the you're the man that's been there. Yeah. So we uh. So back to back to what I'm saying. There's a lot more time in that. Um. I'm I'm pastoring a small church. Uh, you know, we're not huge. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we, we had, I think we had 275 on Easter. We run about half that, you know, but on you know a good what, day. Though? Let me ask you this in yeah. that, in that vein, you, yeah. whether you have, you know, 10,000 people yeah. s- sitting there or whether you have a hundred people sitting yeah. there, you prepare, Yeah. you still, you're still going to give, you know, 37 minutes. Yeah. Right. Either way, and yeah. you got to put the time in to prepare for that, regardless of how many people are sitting in the audience. Exactly. Um, and so my my prep time during the week, I'm backing up saying, give you an idea. We're a small church. I'm the only full time person. Like I've got some okay. volunteer staff people, okay. some some stipend positions that people help. Right. You know, fill some roles on the weekend. Um, uh, you know, my executive pastor, who's also my dad, he's got a full time job. He mm-hmm. works. He handles some of the business side of things. He yeah. was in ministry for 20 years before we ever did this thing, and so uh, he's. Uh, really well versed in that and has a has a great business mind um, for some of those things that you know are not what I'm into the business side right. of that right. um, and so uh, so I you know I've got him and then I have a a wonderful groups pastor that that you know he's just a volunteer role who's served in churches served in ministry uh, helping uh, build community and get people in life groups and get people you know in living rooms hanging out with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he owns a massive farming operation. You know, the guy's 34 right. years old, right. has six children and then 250 acres of farmland to take care of. You know what I mean? So there are yeah. times I talk to him, what are you, do- what are you doing? He's like, I ain't been to bed yet. He's like, had a tractor <laughs> go down had to drive seven hours to get a piece to fix my tractor so I could get it back out there by the morning, you know, just crazy stuff. That's yeah. like, and that's his life. That's his and life. So, and so. In the traditional sense of like what we think that like I've got a church staff, there's 15 people on staff and right. we're in meetings all day long. I don't do that. Right. My people are working during the day. Right. So my nine to five during the day, um, you know, that's my time that I'll prep and I'll spend time prepping um, right. for what I'm doing. But it, it, I'm not going to spend 40 hours a week. Right. Um, reading the Bible. Right. Uh, you know, if you're listening to this and you, you do, you're, you're just a better Christian than I am. I'm better. You yeah. know? Um, but for me, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Um, and so, so what I have found is during the day is when I can work on it, because if I want to talk with people or talk to people about church stuff or whatever, uh, it's much better for me to get together at dinner time with them yeah. when they're off of work. Yes. It's, it's much better for me to, to call them at five 30 when they're right. only home from work. And that's we pastoring. And that's pastoring. That's getting your pastor on right there. And, and that's and that's when I find that time to do it. But there's right. a lot of other daylight that I have to do creative things. And I've set some limits where um, there are certain days that it's like, all right, I'm not touching the camera today. Yeah. I'm not filming anything. Right. I'm not opening Adobe Premiere. I'm not editing. Like, <laughs> right. this is it. Um, and right. then and finding time, you know, mixing in, you know, having a baby. Uh, my wife has done an awesome job 
you know, setting up a schedule for our son and he sticks to that schedule. So I know that it's like, all right, from this time, I've got a two hour window where that, that little dude sleeps hard and I can get stuff done. And so, so, um, the balance is, is figuring out the balance is where I'm at is, is trying, is trying to, to, to figure it out. Um, you know, needing gear, um, that's, I'm, I'm past that, you know, uh, it's you been, have what it's, you need. I have all I need. Like right. I've, you know, um, you know, if you're listening to this, I, and you shoot video, I shoot, I shoot weddings on red. Mm-hmm. So, you know, red cinema camera. I mean, mm-hmm. I went from having like, I had a Sony a seven R two in November, you know, and we're getting close to a year later and, and now I've got a stockpile of Canon stuff that I use for vlog style. And then when I'm doing the, the super cinematic, I'm shooting on, I'm shooting on red mm-hmm. uh, and shooting red raw and, and, and it's just beautiful and it's, and it, and it has a different look. Um, because there are some people in our area, there are, there are several artists that, that are doing wedding films and that kind of stuff. But, but I like to disrupt the system. Mm. I like to shake it up. Like I like to, to look at what we're doing and be like, how, how can that be better? And for me, it was like, well, I, I could shoot these weddings on Canon or I could shoot them on Sony. And, and I've had all those cameras or the GH5. I've, yeah. I've, I've had them all uh, in the last six months. I've bought all those things and used oh. it. And, uh, and, and for me, I found if I want to take it to a different level, make it look different, I'm going to shoot it on red. And is it really unnecessary to shoot somebody's wedding reception on a you know $20,000 cinema camera? Yes, it's totally That's ridiculous. what I was going to ask, actually. Mm-hmm. It is. It's it's overkill. But when they look, look back at it, um, I, I'm real big on engagement films. Um, if you're a videographer right now and you're shooting weddings, uh, start, start offering engagement films. Make it a part of your package. Spend one hour. Tell them it's going to be a one-minute Instagrammable thing. Film it all in slow motion and get out there and shoot an engagement film because a couple things happen. One, it gives you an opportunity to meet the couple, to shoot with the couple, for them to understand your style and how you're working. And so you're building how you're, that rapport at the same You're building time. that rapport yeah. that, that, that photographers have been doing for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And the videographers, we're always just the weird dudes in black standing <laughs> over the side. You are. <laughs> It's like this is my crane. I brought a twelve foot crane. Yeah. Where should I babs. put the crane? Where I put the crane? <laughs> can you move the flower girl so my crane can go there? Yeah. Hey, video guys, quit being so weird too. <laughs> Creeping people out coming in. Hey, video guys. Oh man. Yeah. I, hey, wh- photographers, start dressing up a little bit for those weddings. Yeah. Y'all look busted. God. What do you? What do you want? What's ideal for you? Like, okay, let's 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 skip forward three years. What do you want this to look like? Let's say it's all perfectly balanced, and mm-hmm. you're bringing in the right amount for your time. Yeah. And and what is that? Because then your boy will be almost four, right? And then yeah. things start changing for yeah. him. He's going to start going to school, preschool, and stuff yeah. like that. So then those days change. What does your life look like ideally in your mind? We've been talking a lot about vision here, yeah. right? So yeah. what's What's your vision in the next three to five years look like? Man, I, ideally for me, um, you know, I'm, I'm shooting weddings. Um, so there's some people out there that love it. Yeah. I do not. <laughs> it's a means to an end. Okay. Like, but like, what's the end, right? The, so the, a, the end, is, the the end, end? Is, is getting known well enough to get called upon and hired to shoot video stuff that's not weddings. Okay. So doing enough weddings to get the exposure. Because right. people watch the weddings. Um, and, and. The wedding films I do, uh, if I don't like them, I don't, I don't put it out. Like, yeah. um, and I tell couples this. I also tell the couples uh, when I meet with them that I never shoot ugly brides or ugly couples, mm-hmm. um, and that always makes them feel real good because mm-hmm. you know 
because then they're not ugly. Yeah, because it's, you know. And I've been fortunate. They've I would all been, like, they've I would all like been to attractive. Hear that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jed, I, I only do podcasts with really good looking men. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you're, you're welcome for having me. <laughs> uh, so three, uh, back to your question. So, you know, if we look three years down the road, um, and it's not that I, I hate weddings. It's just like, do I want to be shooting 50-some weddings a year? I got a friend of mine who's right. a videographer in yes. Columbus, Ohio. And I'm like, how many weddings do you have this year? And he said, more than there are Saturdays. Oh. You know, which means he's doing Friday, Saturday, Sundays. Yeah. And he's doing these crazy weddings. And it's insane to me. And I'm and he's like, I enjoy doing it. And I'm like, man, I, I'm glad you're called to that. Because yeah. I don't enjoy mm-hmm. doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would much rather do commercial stuff, uh, the political campaigns, um, you know, I'd, I'd much rather do some of those other things, which are typically a lot more lucrative. Yeah. I mean, you can only get so much out of, out of wedding video. Um, and, and I think, you know, where I'm at right now is, you know, I just bought a, I just bought a, a new Fuji camera to, to play around with some photography stuff, even yeah. though I, I have nice photography cameras. Um, again, I bought the medium format cause I want to figure out how to do photography well with that and disrupt the system uh, as far as the photo world. So you're transitioning even into that too. Yeah. You know, for me, I'm not making any money. I have nothing booked. I, 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 I have no intention of making a single dollar right now off of photography. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it for my own, trying to figure out, get good at it, and then put something out there to say, yeah, I can shoot this event for you. I can cover it and look how different this looks. Right. Um, and so that's kind of where I'm at right now because, you know, I had a meeting with a client and, you know, and, and, uh, and I told them my price for, for video and I told them all the work I'm putting in, what I'm filming on. And they were like, oh, that's great. We'll do it. And they did it. And, and then they were talking about the photographer. They were getting worked out. And I said, right. just question. I know this photographer well. What are they charging right now? Mm-hmm. And and the client was happy to share. And when I saw that it was $2,000 above what I was doing, oh. I thought to myself, mm-hmm. hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's cool. They're mm-hmm. going to show up with two camera bodies and a 35 and an 85 on each. And they, I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just, uh, you know, I had this argument with my friends who are photographers all the time. I was like, you know, your job's a lot easier than mine, right? And they, uh, they always hate that. I do it more to ruffle their feathers. Uh, <laughs> but you believe it. But but I do kind of believe it. It's like, you do man, believe it. it. Yeah, it's like yeah. Uh, I've got like five cameras shooting this ceremony right now, making sure they all stay filming right. and they're all in focus and they're right. all exposed correctly. Right. And that everybody's audio tap that I've got wired up is working. You know, And then when I edit it, i got to pull back and figure out how to make all that stuff line up together. And so, uh, you know, th- there's, there's an element of it where it's just like there's just a lot more layers of things i got to be concerned you know with what, on the though, video you end. said overkill earlier is there such a thing as doing just more than you need to do to the point where it's actually detrimental to what you're doing i i think i think i think that's it but but i'm the kind of person that, that i believe in redundancy like the, okay. the moment the moment i decide to fully rely on that red cinema camera mm-hmm. i'm gonna roll up and that red's not gonna work yep and I better have something worthwhile in my bag that can that can give me something beautiful and epic. And and and, right. I, and that's where my Canon stuff comes in, where I'm backing up mm-hmm. using some off-angle things with with the Canon setup, and 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 it does a wonderful job. But um, and so I pack that. Uh, but but I I I always struggle with this. If you give a mouse a cookie mentality, you know the old <laughs> the old book for kids. Yeah, my kids. If you get if you give a mouse a cookie, he's right. gonna want some milk. Right. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna bring this cannon here. Yeah. Well, I might as well bring every lens I own. <laughs> 
Because what if I need it? What if I need it? I might it? need that, what, that one thing. Why? You know, that S- one thing. Something it, might happen that justifies packing it. Packing for this trip is, is unbelievable. <laughs> like, the, the amount of gear that's in in there right well, now. Well, you're in, in Yosemite. I can understand that. Like, you want to bring everything. It's like, there's that one shot. Right. And I need that one stupid lens to get right. it. So I'm going to haul this right. five-pound lens all the way across the country right. in case that one opportunity happens. And so there there is there's a side of that. And, and I am... Uh, you know, I don't want to show up to a shoot and the client be like, this is all you're using. Mm-hmm. This is it. Mm-hmm. So there's, I don't part- think you have, I don't think you're in danger of that. I'm not anywhere close <laughs> to being in danger, in danger with that. Um, and so a couple of the guys yesterday saw, saw I had the red out and they're like, are you shooting handheld with a red on vacation just for fun? I was like, yeah. Yes to all why, of that. Why wouldn't I? Right. Like, what do you shoot? I was like, ah, uh, you know, mainly stuff with my dog and my son <laughs> Jacking with those guys, it makes me feel good. You could you could make people very frustrated if if they believe you when you when you say that. That's usually the goal. Um, Try to trigger them just a little bit. I'm picking that up. But but uh, you know so you know we were talking about transitioning to photography. I'm not looking to transition to photography, but I I know that I know that skill. I understand it. Am I the best? No, not at all. Am I all right? Yeah, I can take some good pictures, and you know I can throw up lights, and mm-hmm. and I know how to do that. And you know and I'm spending some time with some of the photographers out here. You know, there's a couple of guys that have been playing with my camera all morning. You know, because they know it better than I do, right. and they're teaching me little things. And so right. So, uh, you know, I'm here to grow and, and part of coming to this this retreat, if you will, or conference or whatever we want to call this thing, uh, is, is to is to get sharpened by some guys. Now, you've mentioned a couple of times, like, you know, the, the picture of the back of the camera and it was set to auto and you've mentioned lighting a few different times with an air of uh, maybe flippant condescension, so to speak, kind yeah. of in a joking way, right? Yeah. But you you do that. I, I I sense that you're the type of person that does that because there is some serious yeah seriousness much to so. it. Like you think it's important to know how to do X. I think right. It's, yeah. Um. In in order to be at a certain level or to continue, you know, you, you think it's important to continue to learn, to continue to grow, et cetera, et cetera. What about the person that says, you know what? I don't think that's true. I'm good being a quote unquote natural light photographer. Yeah. This is where I'm at. This is my I, style. I make the money that I need to make. Yeah, I'm doing as good as I need to do. Yeah. What What do you What do you say to that person? You know, who maybe takes offense at, at your air of of what they would consider condescension. Because I asked them to examine: Do you do it because you really like this light and airy, overexposed look? <laughs> yeah, bright and airy. Is that what right. they call it? Yeah, but I think a lot. There, I think there's some people that do really well doing that, aren't they, there? They do, um, but but I I want to challenge them. Okay. I want them to even disrupt their 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 own way of doing things. Okay, because like like I'm I'm shooting weddings on a red right now, but you know, and it's it's not the 8K red, but I'm I'm already asking that question. Well, what if I was using 8K? <laughs> What if I what if I stepped right. it up? Now uh, my wife's not going to let me sell a portion of our house, you know, to buy. You're not going to be able to take out a second mortgage for an. No, I'm not doing no. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going we're not going to run ourselves in a ton of debt mm-hmm. over that. But um, but I'm constantly challenging myself to get better, um, mm-hmm. and wanting to get better, and wanting to find people who know how to make me better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the photographer that's offended by that, yeah, the reason they'd be offended 
is because there's probably an element of of truth to you're mm. hashtagging yourself this because you've never taken the time to learn how to use off camera lighting, right? How to how to how to really give that depth I in see. an environment, yeah. um, and that's what I like. Is I look at somebody, I'm like, you have the gear. You have the know-how, and you've got a list of clients, and you're booked for the next year. Right. Um, there, there's something that you could be adding a whole layer of depth to what you're doing if you just watch some YouTube videos mm-hmm. and got out and played a little bit. And, we, and and I mean, and you don't have to go spend a ton of money. We live in the Amazon world right now, and you want to learn how to use a flash off camera? It'll cost you like. 80 bucks yeah. on Amazon to yeah. go do it. Um, and that's not to say that there's wonderful companies that I, that I love that make incredibly great products uh, that I use that are not necessarily Amazon brands. Right. But, but hey, spend the $80, $100, you know, whatever, and go learn how to do it and watch yeah. some YouTube videos because we live in this communication age. And it's like, you want to learn how to get the shot like that? Go go watch a video and it's see it. It's not hard to find out. How. It's not it's not hard right. to find out. You're I, at that point. I think you are doing what you're doing. You're stuck in that because it's just easy and you're raking in the cash, but mm-hmm. you're being lazy mm. because you could be offering something so much better. That's a judgment, right? Mm-hmm. You're throwing out a judgment. It is a and it's it's kind of like well if if it's not broke, don't fix it. You okay. can look at that. It's like well, what I'm doing is making me a ton of money. Right. I think a lot of people look at it that way. I but like it. it. I'm, but, I'm enjoying it. It's, but but I think I think that's where they're going to be at risk for burnout and getting stale if they're not looking to say how do I better myself on to this to push themselves. How do I push myself? Yeah, okay. You know, and I run into this with with even some of my friends who are wedding photographers. I yeah. challenge them. I mean, I got a friend of mine who literally will like. She told me she's like I had the original 5D, the Canon 5D, and she yeah. said I shot that camera until I was shooting one day the mirror fell out. <laughs> I was like. Just click, 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 click. Eight hundred thousand. It it had to, right? And she's got a couple. She's got two. Uh, she's got two five D Mark threes, which yeah. you know we're twenty nineteen. That's a fairly dated camera. She's got two yeah. of those right now. Yeah, yeah. And she's running around shooting, and she shoots all the stinking time. Yeah, she and must. it's great. Yeah. And she's not concerned with gear at all, you know. And I, right. I'm over here. I'm like, hey, won't you, won't you try my mirrorless Canon? Or right. here, let me, let me just let you borrow this. Or you want to look at this? And she's right. like, say, yeah, it works. It's good. Yeah, it's good. I'm all right. And, you know, but, 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 but I look at it and say, yeah, but you know what? This, this, this new camera they've got, it offers this better autofocus, mm-hmm. and it has this, mm-hmm. and it has this because I'm obsessed with that data, right. and I want to help them say, you can take what you're doing, and it's not going to change what things look like, but it, it could really make things better for you, mm-hmm. and in some regard, make it easier. You're have a much better autofocus system right better performance right you, you would see your your craft improve right um i the biggest thing is i always see the potential in people um you know i think you know there are people out there that could shoot an entire wedding on their iphone right and it'd be light and airy and beautiful right and and you you wouldn't know any better you'd say that's great i'd hire them yeah. and they'd tell you i shot it with my iphone right but it's because they have they have learned uh, to use that tool to the best of their ability, sure. and they're constantly looking for the better apps to use. Right. You know, right. I have right. a million photo you, you video have a apps. Photo apps. Yeah, just okay. because because I, I love to always find something cool and different sure. to maximize my little tiny phone here. But there are people out there who are um, who are you know not spending the time. Like it's like well, I've been shooting the same way for four years, yeah. and it's like well why don't you look at, at what's out there? Because we're at this, we're at this age where technology is changing so fast. And there's always these cool, there's probably already there. been two major changes in the last four years. Like, oh yeah. It's already, it's changed and then it's already changed again. Yeah. 
And, 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 you know, and, and getting people. And like I said, I'm from a small town. Here's what I notice. I'm in a small town where there are no camera stores. You got to drive two hours to the closest, um, anywhere around. And so, uh, if Best Buy don't have it or Walmart don't have it, (laughs) you ain't using it. But the problem is we're inundated with a bunch of photographers who are, you know, I call them Best Buy photographers. They walk in said, you know, which camera will let me do this well right. you need this and this and right. they got it and and they go home make a facebook page right right and, then and they take their first and middle name and make a make a photography <laughs> first business and middle name, I love first it. and middle name that's true that's what's your true. middle name jed uh, um r jedediah r photography just just jed r jed r yeah not jedediah it's just jed r jed. I, I didn't know that was gonna happen i can edit this out i don't need i don't need people to know that oh you don't talk about your name <laughs> No, it's just that I have a, a weird name, and um, my middle name is just a letter. So what, is it really? It's R. Just the letter R. Just the letter R. It's, really? It yeah. wasn't short for something. No. Well, I, I both of my grandfathers' names ones one was Robert and one was Russell. Yeah. And when I was born, I was the first grandchild on yeah. both sides of my family, and my parents yeah didn't know what to choose. Yeah. Robert or Russell, and they didn't want to hurt the other's feelings, so yeah. they just went with R, mm-hmm. and that was it. So, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know I was ever going to talk about that. No, we'll throw it in there. Uh, <laughs> let me ask but, you this, though. Um, no, go ahead. Well, no, if you have something. Let, no, let I was just saying, you know, uh, talking harshly about, you know, people, you know, me being judgy towards people the thing is i love people i care about people i recognize people's talents and there's a lot of people that have talent and they could really hone that craft yeah um you know i'm not an expert in anything by any means but i like to be well versed in Mm -hmm. things and i like to learn like you know if if i'm into doing something uh you know i've got a music background uh and and play music and i've been involved in that kind of thing you know um there are times that it's like it's time for me to pick up an instrument you know a few yeah. years ago i decided i want to learn to play the banjo so i bought a banjo oh. uh it didn't serve any purpose outside of <laughs> i just really wanted to have that skill set am right. i a great banjo player no if i pulled out a banjo right now and played for you would you think i knew what i was doing yeah i'm yeah. good enough right yeah, yeah. Uh, but i'd love to get better and i love right. to hone that skill right. and so for for people that are listening to photographers who are you know there there might be something they recognize in their life there that you know the natural light photography that that one drives me crazy i could because, tell because people people try to brand themselves as that and i'm like are is this really what you love and what you're into or is this just the the, the cap of what, what you know how to do yeah sure but it can be both i guess it can and i guess i guess looking at it because i know people who that is that is their thing mm-hmm. you know they're shooting all natural and and yeah and they're into that yes and i know people who brand themselves that because they don't know how to push past I that agree. there's sure there's both and and my encouragement to that person is it, it's let me let me make this more of encouragement than criticism okay like you know watch youtube videos look up how to use how do you use a flash on a bright sunny day right how do you use reflectors on a bright sunny day what you're saying is for yeah. the people that really have a desire to do more yeah and are and are branding themselves that way because you know deep down they know they're limited to yeah. just that but they want more you're saying i hear yeah. you saying that you can you can do more you can do it it's it's not the hill isn't as big as it might seem Absolutely. to climb get on youtube 
um, go. Do you are you involved in any conventions outside of this photographically? There are a lot of different options. No, um, you're not. <laughs> you stick with YouTube. <laughs> okay. Well, everyone has access to YouTube. Yeah, it's right? YouTube. It's not hard what, to do. What do you mean? YouTube. What do you mean? Like oh, skill shares and things. Well, yeah. Like there's local guilds. There's there's state associations. There's you know national associations, global associations. I didn't know these existed. <laughs> there are you. Well, you're a pastor. I'm a pastor. I don't, I don't but you know, that you know that there are associations for pastors. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, find, finding finding people. I mean, get on Instagram and search and search sure. photography and portrait work. Yes. Um, You'll find there, some options. There's some beautiful stuff up there. There was uh, I forget the handle that I felt I found the other day, and and it, it would show a beautiful portrait image that's just like lit up and it's just incredible, and then you swipe to the next image and it shows the next image and it shows like they stepped they stepped the camera way back so you see all the whole setup right and then they had yeah. then the next image they had overlays broken down of what every camera setting what every flash setting right. was yeah. and so literally you could look at it and be like the sky looks like that right now right. i've got similar gear to that i can right. set those same settings and see if i can make a picture look yes. like that yeah and and that's what i've done mm -hmm. I, and that's what i'm into like uh, i watched i saw a youtube video of a photographer on the cam using the camera that i have over exploring uh, in ethiopia and shooting with like some of these ethiopian tribes mm -hmm. and it's middle of the african sun you know bright sunny day and and dude has got got a small softbox out there and he's doing this portrait work mm -hmm. of, of some of these local tribal people and it was it was like the most, most beautiful photographs Who i've was ever that? seen um i had a, i was showing it, it was uh let me tell you here it sounds like something joey l would do it's pete van den einde I've never heard of it it was actually it was actually one of Fujifilm Global's. It's on Fujifilm Global's oh, okay. channel, um, and so they had sent him out with a, a Fujifilm GFX 50R medium format, and and it's like a four minute video, and it's kind of like this small little thing, and they had a, a film crew. And everybody him. has access to that for nothing. I mean, the the amount of resources that are available to us and, and in go, our pocket is astounding. And go look go look what he's producing, right? And it's and it's incredible. And so my encouragement to anybody is is don't don't allow yourself to get stuck. There you go. You know, I'm constantly looking for the next thing. You ask me what I want to do in three or four years. Uh, you know, Jed, I, I'm kind of this person on a spiritual side. Mm -hmm. Like I pray for, I, I pray for signs. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like, Lord, you got to make this real clear. Mm -hmm. I need Gideon, you. To, I need you. Gideon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like very like, yeah. like you need to write it on the side of this wall right now. <laughs> I got to see it. You know, like I'm not the kind of person that's like, if I see a deer on the side of the road over yeah. the next three miles, I know I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to leave my wife. Like that's. <laughs> You've got people that, people that do these real dumb yeah, decisions right. based off of right, stupid right, things. Right, I'm like, right. I don't think that's what laying out the fleece is. Right. If I see a deer <laughs> and a goat in the same field, I know it's a sign from the Lord. Yeah, right. So put right. that in the atmosphere. Okay. So no, uh, that's that's not what I believe. But uh, but but I ask for for signs and I ask for for you know I pray for those things. Like, hey Lord, you know. Uh, show me open doors, right. but show me the closed ones too. Yeah, like, I want to see. Me, I want to see the closed. I want to know. Yeah. yeah, you know what? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not supposed to go through that door. Right. And uh, you know, I've been talking about you know the YouTube world. Yeah. Because um, I've been watching some of these YouTube videos, and and there's some great content, and there's some really terrible content. Yes. And there's terrible content that has a lot of views. Yes. And yes. people making full time livings off right. this. Right. Um, right. And I would love to do something like that. I have no idea what I would talk about. I have no idea exactly like what what my content's going to be about um but but i 
I've got a desire to do it, but I don't know any YouTubers. I don't know any YouTubers, you know, in, in that space. But, you know, funny enough, you know, I, this trip I met uh, Chase Reeves, mm-hmm. and I think Chase is going to be on here. And Chase is a full-time YouTuber, and he's got, I don't know, five or six followers on the YouTube machine. Yeah, he got a couple. Right. I, mean, I don't know how many he's up to. He's got thousands. Yeah, um, he has a lot. Uh, you know, and, and he's making a full-time living yeah. doing this. And, and he looked at me just having a conversation. I was telling some stories and things. He's like, dude, you're supposed to be in front of the camera. Yeah. And and he spoke that yeah. into my life. And there have been several instances in my life where there have been big decisions yeah. that have happened because people spoke that into my life. And and I'm, I'm grateful that that I get to have those moments. And, and, and Chase probably doesn't even realize like how much he spoke that it's like you just need to do it like you're meant to, you're meant to do this thing and so that has me thinking you know even now it's like man i'm gonna go out today and i've got i've got my vlog camera my gorilla pod and my little yeah. microphone to go shoot something let's do it right and so um you know it, it's got me thinking about that so i i've that i'm always looking for the what's next that's the next thing maybe that's the next thing um you know and it's not that i want to abandon what i have been doing but but I want to expand on what I'm doing and and be better as a creator. Where can people find you right now on the on uh, the internet? You know I'm I'm on the Instagram machine mm-hmm. at Zach Daniels Films. Mm-hmm. Zach with an H. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, go go give me a follow and let's connect. It's not a big page. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a personal page, just um, Zach underscore Daniels, okay. and uh, that's kind of my catch all for for social media. Um, I'm on Facebook. Uh, but it's real funny. I get brides all the time. They're like, "Hey, do you got a Facebook page?" I was like, "No, I don't. I don't feel like making one right now. Uh, I'm already kind of managing what what business I have yeah. right now, right. and uh, yeah, I just I don't want to put myself out there, and I don't want people to be able to give me reviews. You don't want reviews, no." It's like I want to be above the reviews. I'm be like, you're above reviews. I just want, you know, it's like this guy just totally sucks, or he's <laughs> have, great, but I don't I want have, it to be documented anywhere. I have a one star. I have one one star review on yeah. my Apple. The last time I looked on the on the Apple Podcast page, Seriously? there's one one star review from I don't know who it is, and he just said, "This is bad." This is <laughs> it bad. was like it was like after my fourth podcast. And oh, I had like I weird. had like fourteen or fifteen reviews, and they're all five star except for this one. <laughs> and he just said, "This is bad." Hey, you know, for those listening right now, do us a favor and smash them five stars, <laughs> smash it, and just be like, "Thank you, please do." I, I even, also I was just like I want to talk to this guy. Like, who, are you just a troll that just goes? Because me? You know, no, no, no. This guy oh, that gave that me the guy. one star review. Yeah. Like, wh- really? Just just trying to. Hurt people. He's the same. He's the same guy living in his mom's basement. Give me a three star. Talking review, about at least. you know, he, he probably is a yelper too. <laughs> yeah, I bet he is. I bet he is. There's a there's a South Park sketch all about Yelp, <laughs> where everybody gets on Yelp and it just like destroys the town because everybody's a Yelp reviewer, right. and so all the restaurants are bending and breaking. It's like oh, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a Yelp reviewer. Everyone's a critic. Right? Everyone's a critic. Right. right. Thank hey. you. Thank you for your time. Yeah. Thanks for doing this. This was this was, this was great. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing your YouTube channel come out soon. I know. I, I don't. I haven't even like. I haven't even done anything with it. You'll you you'll make it. Ha- you'll make it happen, and you'll make it happen quickly. You have that ability. At least when you started, it'll 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 take off. I think. I hope so. Yeah, be watching for it. I have no idea what it's going to be about. All right. Well, maybe by the time this comes out, we'll I'll be able to put it in the yeah in the in the show notes. That, That'd be fantastic. That you have a YouTube channel. That'd be great. All right, brother. Have a good day. All right. Thanks, Jed. Have a good one, both.